We've never seen a perfect marriage. But we have seen marriages that are full of laughter and life. Conflict and misunderstandings. Growth and hope. We want to dive into the nuts and bolts of those relationships. There are no experts here. Just real talk with real couples who really like each other. This is Marriage Lab with Aaron and Jenna. Welcome to Marriage Lab. We have Jeff and Betsy Colty. Welcome. Thank Hi. you. Thank you for having Thank us. You. Yeah, absolutely. So Jeff and Betsy joined us for the uh, Defining the Relationship Premarriage class. You guys led a small group and uh, it was... Everybody so- fell in love with them Oh, instantly. yes. A hundred percent. We had actually heard from Jason and Lauren. They're like, oh man, they're amazing. And uh, and then when we got to know you guys were like, oh, wow, how we've been around forever, forever. Mm-hmm. I mean, like Jeff and I have known of each other for like 15 years. We've been circling the wagons for a long <laughs> yes. time. And I'm just like, can't even believe that I didn't actually know you personally. And my good friend Eli and you worked at, was it Coles? Sears. Sears. Oh. X Sears. X, yes. The no longer, the now defunct. Um, yeah. So anyways, lots of history around yeah. here, but. Um, we just had a great time and especially on our last class where we were just diving deep into like our own stories and you guys shared and we're just very vulnerable. And, um, I thought, I think the class got a lot out of that. So that we were excited. I, I think in the middle of your share, I texted Aaron, we need to have them on the podcast. Yeah, it was right. Literally. She started texting in the middle of you guys talking in the middle of the class. That's what happens when you're old. <laughs> you have lots of stories. <laughs> it's great. It was funny. I think that was the feedback from some people in your group. They're like, I wish Jeff and Betsy were my dad. Mom, <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, you just really do have the warmth and like mm-hmm. acceptance that just radiates from. Oh, you, we so. enjoyed those guys, yeah. it was fun. We actually had the old timers, we had no young ones. <laughs> oh, really? In our group, yeah. And I didn't, didn't know if that was specific or accidental, but it worked out really well for us. We call it the God lottery, you know, so it's like <laughs> whoever you happen to get, we you we give you names, and it worked out. Oh, well. it was perfect. Oh, it's great. Um, well, can you tell us, um, how long you've been married, how many kids you have, and uh, I mean, the fact that you guys are a blended family, just give us a little bit of just generalities around that. Sure, sure. Go ahead. Okay. Um, in fact, we're going to be married eight years. Oh, wow. A week from Tuesday. Okay. I did not realize it was that long. Wow. Yeah, eight years. Mm-hmm. And But I was married before. I was married 29 years. Mm-hmm. Um, got married very, very young, and my wife passed away. Almost ten years ago now, mm. and um, so we have two. Uh, my late wife and I have two adult children who have seven grandkids. Wow! Yeah, so Betsy has inherited my seven grandkids, and she considers them her own. And mm-hmm. Betsy, when I jumped into her world, she had they were ten, eight, and six, basically. By the time we got married. Right. Um, And now now? they're 18, 17, and 14. 14. Okay. Can I ask what the age gap between you two is? Yeah, 15 and a half years. Oh, really? I had no idea. Okay. He looks really young. Yeah, he does. (laughs) (laughs) When you were telling me all these numbers, I was like, how does that add up with the men I'm looking at? I'm not sure. (laughs) Yeah. um, It was very interesting when we decided to get married, and I looked in the back of my truck, and the back seat had a booster chair. Oh yeah! Wow, it had been a while. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But <laughs> now they're all taller than me, so it's all fine. I would love to hear just kind of like um, something that you both uh, really appreciate about each other. Something that you um, 
some of the ways that you have found, man, I really like Jeff or I really like Betsy. And here's some of the reasons why. Um, I love Jeff because he's consistent mm. in his love. Mm. He doesn't change based on his feelings or the day or the season or hard mm. things. He's, he consistently shows love like his love language is acts of service. Mm -hmm. And so he's always doing things. Um, mm -hmm. And he's a man of integrity and um, where he just, he consistently speaks truth and mm -hmm. goes after truth and goes after he, um, we talk a lot about he's like cemented. Mm -hmm. He is a man that is cemented. He's not moving from the from the pillars that he holds true. Right. And um, I find that to be very. Um, I kind of explained it to my friends as he was the foundation and the walls. Get when we started to get married, mm -hmm. so that the me, uh, my children and I were bouncing off the walls. Oh, okay. Like we don't know what to do with this stability oh, type wow. of thing yeah. and this consistency. And mm. so I'm the one who is way more um, trying to figure myself out sure. where Jeff has figured himself out. Yeah. There is no question. He's yeah. not changing. Mm. And um, it, I learned um, about, this one woman talks about stages of men and how there's like the boys are like the pages and then the knights and then the oh, princes right, yeah. and then the kings and how a lot of times um, what, what at each stage do men do or mm -hmm. what, it, what happens in each of those developmental stages and then how long do they last and different things like that. And I remember listening to it just going, Oh, Jeff is definitely a King. Mm -hmm. There is no changing yeah. what he holds a deer. Yeah. And that I actually find that to be refreshing. Yeah. Um, there's a solidness to him that I can bounce off of. Mm -hmm. I know that we talked about like the 15 year age gap and, uh, we were at a wedding the other day and um, our friends were getting married and they were in their er, late thirties, probably the late yeah. thirties. And the whole, almost it felt like the entire wedding people, all of the people that mm -hmm. were there were, it was in Laguna, lots of wealth, lots mm. of Botox and, <laughs> and beauty and just so everything that you would think that you'd want in Southern California and the ages were, you know, 20, there's young kids, 20 to about 40, mm -hmm. you know, and then I'm sitting there with Jeff and, and I felt it's funny how quick a thought can come when you're like, Oh, that's actually not for me. Cause I have a counter thought right mm -hmm. here. Yeah. And the thought was, don't you wish you were with somebody younger? Mm. And instantly I was like, oh, no, not at all. Because wow. Jeff is, um, there. he is so wonderful in who he is, but also a younger guy I don't think could could handle, yeah. could have handled the stuff that we ha have had to walk through sure. the last eight years. Mm. Yeah, A lesser man would have 
caved for sure. Yeah. Uh, Well, I guess the question would be directed to you, Jeff. How did you get to a place where you actually feel steady and solid? Did you, were you always at this place or did you feel like you grew into this? Yeah, I definitely grew into it. Um, I came to Bethel 17 years ago, not for the things that most people come to Bethel for. Hmm. Um, I was 42 at the time, married. Like I said, my kids were uh, late teens, and I was killing them all. I was, you know, emotionally a mess. Mm -hmm. I was doing my dream as being a senior pastor, but I had no idea who I was. Mm -hmm. Um, I was saying the right things from the pulpit. My passion for God was no different, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but my immaturity level and my lack of knowing who I was as a man was just glaring. Wow. And it was affecting everyone around me. Mm-hmm. So I came here and intentionally went on a journey to figure that out. Wow. Um, I thought it would take a year. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Don't we wish every <laughs> yeah. hard lesson would take a year? I've said that about like three things this past year alone. <laughs> as soon as God gets on my plan, we'll be set. Yeah. <laughs> but Good I. Timeline. Yeah, exactly. I, but I ended up being actually a, after first year of school of ministry, I was a janitor at Bethel. Mm. And I thought I was being punished, but actually I was being <laughs> trained. Oh, you know, because I'm working with some of the the dads of Bethel Church, oh, okay. the Dave Runyons, yeah. and the guys have been here for 30, 40 years. And I didn't realize that school of ministry was like preschool. Mm. But what I got to walk with and who I got to mm. do it with was a gift. Yeah. Um, and so I became the husband and was trying to become the dad that my family deserved. Mm. Um, and that that's what was so crazy. I, I felt like I finally reached the spot. Um, not only was uh, my we becoming empty nesters, I actually felt like I was mature enough um, patient enough, calm enough, solidified enough to be the man that Lisa deserved. Mm-hmm. And then she goes and leaves me for another man named Jesus mm-hmm. and goes to heaven. Mm-hmm. So I think from that journey and then losing her, I was, I was 40, I was 49. I was going to turn 50. Um, when she passed away and there was just something in me. I remember texting Danny Silk Mm -hmm. and said, I I want to remarry. And he goes, you do. And, and I said, I've worked so hard to get to where I'm at. Mm. I can't imagine for a moment. This is it. Wow. Yeah. And so, and I think even the fact of losing her grieving, um, and going through all that process, uh, Help solidify, you yeah. know, that concrete, if you will, is hardened. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I met Betsy, when I met her that day, I knew instantly, just from because she was gorgeous, and I and I started walking around. I'm like, dang, <laughs> and the, I I felt like like I was going to that party to meet someone, mm-hmm. and when she walked in, I was like, oh, please let it be her. Oh, yeah. That's great. So I, I only probably spent seven, ten minutes with her at that party. And so I'm quickly trying to figure out our age gap. <laughs> and I knew – I didn't know the number, but I knew it wasn't tight. Yeah. <laughs> and so I literally went away that night thinking – well, I couldn't stop thinking about her. Mm-hmm. 
So that was a Sunday night, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday night. I couldn't stop thinking about. It. I I literally forced myself to stop. Yeah, because it was hurting my heart. Mm. Um, I just said, "This is stupid." I'm an old man. She's a beautiful mm. young woman, um, and that was it. But the next day, she texted me. Oh, oh! You exchanged numbers then? No, no. no, 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 no. <clears throat> she went on the search. Oh. No, um. So my friend invited me. It was her fiftieth birthday party, mm-hmm. and I'm usually the youngest at. Or I had been the youngest at Bible studies and sure. groups and events and things. I was always drawn to older um, people. Mm-hmm. And um, so she invited me to her 50th birthday party, and I went. And then there was this guy standing behind the counter, and he uh, shook my hand. And um, we just talked for a couple minutes. And then I talked to all the other people that I normally talk to mm-hmm. at her parties. And then before um, Jeff left, he said, it was a pleasure meeting you. It was, you know, it was really nice to meet you. And he shook my hand again and left. And then as I was leaving later that night, my friend said, oh, he really thinks you're amazing. And I rolled my eyes and just said, he doesn't even know me. Like, and I said, Where's his wife? Mm -hmm. Just because I had been married for 10 years and then I was single with three kids and I was. How long had you been single at this point? uh, Three years. Okay. So long time. And I was never going to get remarried and never wanted Mm. ever to date. Um, But I had been friends with a lot of couples that seemed healthier, had healthier marriages, Mm -hmm. or I was friends with some people that helped lead uh, the men's purity group and Mm -hmm. different things like that. And so talking to them, um, I just remember thinking there's, there's no good healthy men. Mm. If, if there's a man here, he's married. If he's a healthy man and a divorced man, I probably would not trust his um, side or view of things of like, why are you divorced? Mm -hmm. You know, that type of thing. Sure. And then I just, but when I met Jeff, I felt he was um, very healthy. Mm-hmm. I got an instant sense of, oh, you're not a weird creepo. You're, <laughs> you know. I don't think you give off one ounce of creepo no. vibe. Yeah, it wouldn't be. No. <laughs> and he, he was funny and he just seemed like a healthy man. And yeah. so I instantly asked my friend, well, then where's his wife? Yeah. Mm. And she was, oh, she died two years ago. Mm. Or, yeah, something just a, a, year. a year ago. And I thought, oh, well, that makes sense that he's so healthy. Mm. He's been married for a long time, you know, yeah, that's yeah. everything. And so, and then that was it. Sunday night, that was it. Monday and Tuesday. But the way he said goodbye was kind of like, it felt, oh, as if he was going to call or something, which I thought was even weird in my heart going, you don't want to date anyways. You're not right. attracted to him. There's This is never going to go anywhere. But then I thought, oh, you know, I really do actually want to hear how he processed losing his wife mm. in a culture that sees healings. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, <laughs> oh, how totally. do that you? That shows that she's different, that that was exactly. her perspective. Exactly. Yeah, that's cool. And so I got his phone number from my friend and I texted him and I said, would you ever be up for a walk? What because, happened in you in that moment you got that text? Especially after you're like, Jeff, stop yeah, well, thinking. Did you Wednesday, buy a ring immediately? <laughs> <laughs> well, Wednesday night, I, like I, it was one of those 
alt control delete it was shut down yeah hard. and so when i get this text hi this is betsy um i'd like to go on a walk i'm like you're kidding like like god don't don't mess with me i i do not have the time and space for this yeah um but then i'm thinking like heck yeah <laughs> yeah let's do this so that was thursday we met monday she she came up to me we met we did the 6 mile loop oh okay right oh, yeah. here yeah. right here oh that's oh, a good yeah. one and we and we did it every monday wow for months and months, months and months wow. wow and she she made it very clear this is all i have i got this window yeah do not text me. Do not call me. What? <laughs> do not just basically like this is her opening line. Right. Like oh, okay. she shut this hardcore. Right. Because I no never games. wanted the kids to ever meet a man. Oh, mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. I never wanted them to pick up my phone and go, who's this? Sure. Who is, yeah. you know, and I didn't want to create something, any idea in Jeff of like, oh, this is going to go anywhere. Sure. I let him know very I will, I am never getting married. I am never dating. I will, you know, just, I just, I will walk with you and we can talk about our journeys together. And then during that time, I was even thinking about who he could marry. Like I was praying for his future wife. Okay. I have a question. Well, one, I do want to hear what Jeff, hers was so good. So I do want to hear about what you appreciate and value her. But then at some point I want to get to the point of having such hardcore boundaries. Like, of course, at some point it shifted, but like, I'm imagining there's some kind of residue of trust from past hurt that you had to, like when you got married, still had to work through. So at some point I want to hear that story too. So sure. let's hear first what you yeah. really yeah, it's uh, There's nothing boring about Betsy. Mm. <laughs> um, she She will tell you what she feels, how she feels, and there's very little filter, mm-hmm. um, which is so... if. There's a there's a few people who knew my late wife and know Betsy, and they're just still shocked. <laughs> <laughs> I, and I like to say, besides using the same bathroom, other than that, they're completely different human beings. <laughs> um, you know, Lisa, I, call, I I would say Lisa was like a frozen rope. Like there was no highs or lows. Oh, she was just just straight line, right? And, so and were I, you the more? I was, I yeah, I was more. I was more bouncing off the walls. So I, I tell this to Betsy all the time. It's like, this is scary. I have to be the adult in this relationship. <laughs> and I'm sure Lisa's in heaven, going, "Oh, payback." Um, <laughs> but I, I love her, her, her bright smile, her big laugh, um, beautiful red hair. Mm. Um, but then when we were walking, I, I loved her honesty. Mm. And again, because there was no potential of going further, we'd talk about everything, sex, uh, money, politics, friend, Bethel, whatever it was, it was yeah. all, we talked about it. And what I, what we got actually our first quote unquote argument is she said somebody's name that we both knew. And I said, Oh, I don't like that guy. And she just got mama bear on me, oh, and dang. and I loved it. Oh, I I did. I thought, oh, I'm, I'm not I'm not going to back down because yeah. I was right. Um, <laughs> but I loved her ferocious love for her friends. Yeah. And if you're a friend of Betsy, it's done. Yeah. You're a friend of Betsy, and and I love that part about her. Um, I love her. Um, she she's loves the natural side. Mm-hmm. And, um, not exactly a big fan of pharma. Sure, yeah. The medical world. 
uh, but she loves health and wholeness and emotional health. And she goes after it. She's paid mm. thousands of dollars and thousands of hours of, of, of going to classes, reading books mm. to better herself. Yeah. I found that just really attractive. Mm. Um, and, and she had this high standard like of, she goes, organic food and, and, you know, no, fast food and i'm like i'm a single guy i have none of that <laughs> but one time we're walking along and she goes what's your favorite soft drink and i thought it was a trick question because <laughs> i You're like none exactly because I, I really don't drink a lot but i'm thinking like oh this is after she talked about whole food this green this blah 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 and i'm like, like i only uh, drink essential oils <laughs> straight out of the horn <laughs> And so I, I, I didn't know what to say. And I said, well, I don't really drink soda. And I don't. And she goes, I love Coke. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> but I love even that part of it. Yeah, sure, you know, yeah. It's, it's, yeah, I've always had a good time with Betsy. It's never a dull moment. Mm. Um, and, and I am, I, my love language is, qual or is uh, acts I of see. service. Mm -hmm. But hers is uh, physical touch. Mm. And it lit, and I don't mean anything improper, but yeah. it lit something inside of me because wow. this woman, honestly, for a hug or just a, a touch on the arm, it is, and people will mm. tell you that same thing. Mm. And so I actually came alive in that. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, so anyway, that's what I, I absolutely so love about But we did not her. touch until no, after. No, 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 no. But, but I mean, <laughs> even like I would make the move like a bike's coming. Yeah. Come here. <laughs> you know what's funny is you said how much you like his steadfastness, but what I'm hearing is you have a lot of steadfastness as well. Like, I think when you both were talking about, I'm like, if it sounds like you've figured out your core values, so maybe you're mm. flexible about different aspects, but like, you know, what's important to you and you've defined those. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, and I think you both respect that in each other, that you're willing to pay a price for the things you've defined as valuable. Yeah. Mm. So I'd be interested in knowing, um, like what it is that about being in this marriage that um, felt like you ch you began to change. If there was any change in you in the last seven years, what was it about what you experienced in the other person that kind of like you saw growth in yourself as a result of them? I think for me, because Betsy's so wise mm -hmm. and, and, you know, if you go into our garage, we have stacks of books, boxes of books. And, and most of it's hers. Mm -hmm. She has such a wealth of knowledge of things that are, that I had no grid for. You know, I'm, I'm definitely more old school um, when it comes to parenting. You know, Danny Silk was still learning how to be Danny Silk. And, you know, we had James Dobson and focus yeah. on the family. Uh, but outside of that, it was... I can't compare to through mm. the studies and the backgrounds that Betsy has, has done. And then she's actually helped me when I came into her world. Yeah. I, there's, there's certain core values of mine that are unmovable mm -hmm. and that's fine. But I had to learn number one to speak Betsy. <laughs> I had a PhD in Lisa. Yeah. I had 30 right. years. Yeah. Right. And, and, wow. and even because not, not just because their personality is so different, but they're just different human beings, obviously. Yeah. But because their personality is so different, their interests are so different, 
I really had to learn mm. a whole new way. And I, if I would have said bananas, I knew Lisa would have known exactly what I was talking about. Mm. But I could have said the same thing to Betsy, and then she's coming back at me like a challenge. Mm-hmm. What do you mean by that? Why? Well, that's because, and and not in a negative way, yeah. but it's like, oh, I have zero history with you. Oh, wow. uh, yeah. And I have to rebuild that. Mm-hmm. And so, isn't that interesting that you scary. know them so well too? Like even Aaron, how much we knew each other, but then the history like literally takes time. Like you it can does. know all the things. Yes, but it, and, and it takes times, and it takes um, adventures mm. and and hard times. Yeah, um, you know whether you're raising a child or you lose a job or lose a, uh, a, a a parent or whatever it is. Lisa and I went on thirty years worth of adventures. Mm-hmm. And the last one, the last two years, of course, was the Battle of Cancer. Mm-hmm. And that changed our lives in such a beautiful way. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, we had 27 years before uh, we found this out, but that last two years was our best two years, wow. bar none. Wow. Because we chose so daily to do life and do life well mm-hmm. and to do life together, sitting in the wow. oncology lab and all of that stuff and, and being a husband who's an acts of service and can do nothing mm. to fix this. Wow. So I had to figure out ways to love her. And she, because of her frailty, had to figure out ways to love me. Mm. So we just Gosh. became ferocious lovers. Mm. So when I meet Betsy, I have this whole history yeah. I was going to bring to her. <laughs> And then it meant little. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It meant everything to me. Historically, I could bring things to Betsy, but it didn't connect. Sure, yeah. Because it was it's like watching a movie mm-hmm. for Betsy. Mm-hmm. Um, so mm-hmm. I had to start over and then then stepping into the role as a, as a stepdad, that's scary. Oh sure. Especially for a woman. Yeah, who has all those resources. Exactly. Resources and passion. No one will touch my kids. No one will. Mm -hmm. And so to to earn that place, Mm -hmm. I had to learn, okay, when I say I meant, Mm -hmm. when I said banana, Lisa knew what I meant. I say banana now and you have no grid. So I had to, there were so many times I had to take a different angle Mm -hmm. at a conversation well, I feel like we've spent the last eight years. That's all we do is talk, yeah. talk and talk and talk. And for hours. I mean, I would put the kids to bed at eight and then we would stay up till midnight. And and to me, Jeff, it felt like Jeff was dissecting getting out of school from three till putting them to bed at eight. So f- that's five hours. And we'd spend eight to midnight talking about those five hours. Like what he observed. Like what, what, what the hell just happened here? <laughs> and I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, well, did you notice, you know, that type of yeah, thing work. Yeah. And, or, and he's cool very, he's so observant. He is very painful. He's that's his, um, <laughs> that is his highest thing on one personality test where he cannot not notice yeah and he'll notice things that i think i don't even do that he said yes you do you you do this and i'm like i do not do that and i then i'll say okay fine point that out next time within 30 minutes (laughs) he goes you you realize you just did that again i'm like okay oh that thing or (laughs) the same thing of what what do your kids call you i'm like i don't know mom Ma, no. I don't know. He's like, no. I'm like, yeah. I'm. I don't. I don't know. And he's like, they call you Mama. 
And I'm like, they do not. And then instantly my son walks in there. Hey, mama, can I have? And he still does. He's 17. Still says, mama. He texts me, mama. Hey, mama, I'm coming home. Hey, mama, can I? I'm like, oh, I never even noticed those things. So it's like having somebody. Reflect I felt. I felt. Scrutinized. Scrutinized. Yeah, microscoped. Constantly for years. Okay, so talk about that dynamic. How did you. Like, did you back off, Jeff, Betsy? How did you realize that it's because he wanted to get to know, you know, like, how did you guys navigate that? Not feeling shut down or like scrutinized. I don't, I don't. Um, it, <laughs> well, it, it's, it's, it's part, I hate to throw this line out, but it's, it's actually part of my gift mix. Sure. As a pastor that I, I observe, I see, and, and it's not to find faults. I also find the positives yeah, yeah. because if you're going to lead, you need to go somewhere. Mm-hmm. Hence the concrete is set. Yeah. This is my core values. And so when I would see something, it's not necessarily a negative, but it would be like inquisitive. Yeah. Okay. So Why, it was like curious. Yeah. Curious. And then because now that I'm joining this band of yeah. merry men and women i want to know how that impacts and why what's the backstory of that and uh, oh and some of it was just being dad like oh no you will not talk to your mom like that sure yeah um but some of it was just really curiosity and 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 then honestly right or wrong some of it for me was oh if i'm the i'm the dad quote unquote that needs to change mm. how they're respecting my wife, sure, their yeah. mom. So we, there would just be these questions, and I wish I would have been more patient, um, more understanding, um, and like I said, I, I'd have to take different swings sure. at a subject until I learned how to speak Betsy. So that was painful for both of us. Mm. So I would say bananas, and expecting this response, right? I'd say bananas, and a knife would come throw one at me. Now, does <clears> the <throat> word bananas actually mean something? No, yeah. just a, <laughs> I was like, I was like wow. No, I he must would have. It, it, like yeah. he would say, "I, um, I want you home. I, I'd love for you guys to be home." And mm. I was used to, I take the kids out. We, okay, we yeah. six, seven nights a week. We're oh, gone. Okay. We go to friends' houses. We have sleepovers. We. Oh. Not and not throughout the like, not a school night. I mean, we'd go to a friend's house, they'd have play dates, we'd probably have dinner, and then come home, take baths, showers, whatever, and get ready for bed, and then do the whole thing over. Or, uh, we would, I was just always out, yeah, you know, like we're gonna go to Turtle Bay, we're gonna go to the zoo, we're gonna go to homebodies. No, okay, so when he said that, did you feel controlled? I felt like, what do you mean? Mm. What do you mean, be home? I don't under, I honestly. I'm like, I, I am home to do the dishes, to cook food. I'm home. Mm-hmm. He's like, well, you're not, you're not home. Mm-hmm. Even when we're home, it's it just, and yeah. I could not get it. And then I took it as like, well, you just want me to be like Lisa. She was a stay-at-home mom and homeschooled her kids and uh, whatever. And yeah. you're just used to this. And I, I will never be like that. And really argued of, you're asking me to be completely different. And from my previous history that is basically what i was told my whole life Mm -hmm. if you were just different life would be good right right and so hearing what you're doing is is i yeah what you're doing is frustrating and if you could just be different then we would be good right right and so 
And, and not only if I could be different, but I would take on everything he said about the kids. Right. Wow. And, as anything and be like, well, why is she like, if I picked something apart on your daughter, I, it would be, I would feel so offended be yeah, on your behalf. Does totally. that make sense? Oh, like, yeah. Uh, like that is not my place right. to say yeah. how her hair looks like. Why does her hair look like that? Well, you know? <laughs> okay. So when did you understand that it was out of love? Cause he wanted, or, or what was the compromise? Did you change? Did you say less? Did you realize that he wanted to respect what was built and join it? Or like what, when did that happen? How did it happen? I wish I could have said I, I there was a compromise. I wish I could have said I was, I was uh, less to speak. But again, this, the hard part of, of this is we're both learning. Mm-hmm. Again, 30 years, yeah. yeah, this is what this looks like. I know no different. She has how many years, and she knows no different. Right. Our cultural backgrounds are so different. I grew up where out there was work, labor. You did a job. You mm-hmm. went to school. You came home. This was your castle, if you will. You rested. You Put on your pajamas. You yeah. you just enjoy the evening because um, tomorrow we're going back out. Oh, uh, okay. Betsy was completely the reverse of that. Right. Home wasn't mm-hmm. fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Out there was fun. Can you can you see right. the, oh, the yeah. excitement? Oh yeah. So and and then even though I wasn't a pastor at a church, I was still working for a church, and it is very demanding relationally, mm. physical work. Um, exhausting. So when I'm done, I'm done. The thought of actually coming home, grabbing a bite to eat, and going to a, a friend of hers' house, yeah. not mine, her yeah. friend's house, or, you know, oh, the kids should go play. They were at school all day. And I'm like, uh, no. Um, but there was also a, an aspect, and this was the, I think, the hard part for me. My concrete was dry, mm-hmm. but my language didn't match it because it didn't need to match it with Lisa. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Our concrete grew together. Yeah, that makes sense. So when I would say we need to stay home, it wasn't just a word that didn't match. It's not only just a culture, but it was a heart thing Mm. that didn't match. I didn't know her history. She didn't know mine. We knew it because we talked about it, but we didn't know it living it. Yeah. And so when I would say, well, we need to be home, what I wish I would have known to say is, actually, I need your heart home. I'm not necessarily needing your physical body home all the time. Mm -hmm. But because of our cultural differences, I found my peace at home. Mm -hmm. She did not find peace at home. Yeah. So when I would say that phrase, I need your heart home, then you can go as far as you want. She just heard I just wanted her body home. Right, right. And so that took quite a while. Yeah. Quite a while. Isn't it interesting those things in marriage? Like, I mean, we have examples and it's our first marriage of like what I would say versus what he'd hear. And then the tension and the finally like, oh, I meant this. And then like, oh, I can do that. Or (laughs) they're like, how come we didn't figure this out three years ago? Have the same. It almost feels like you circle the same mountain. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And you're like, I don't know how we're going to solve this. (laughs) And when the light goes on, you're like, oh, that's what I meant. Mm-hmm. No, that's not what you said. No, no, that's what I meant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, look at my heart. It's all pure. <laughs> and the words in my head mean that. Yeah, totally. So, <laughs> so true. What about, um, what do you think, like going into mar- this marriage, what are you, what, like, what do you want to do better on your own? Like, what did you want to do better? 
when you, like the first month of marriage. Sorry, I mean more like you know you knew you wanted doesn't have to be the first month. <laughs> I I think I think I'd, the journey that I went on, you know, coming to Bethel seventeen years ago and blah blah blah, going through all that. Um, I knew I I, I spent. This was a very expensive part of my life. Mm-hmm. And then the family that I, I spent it for is gone. Mm-hmm. My wife's gone. My kids are adults living somewhere else. Right. So I have all this experience, knowledge, um, whatever. And I'm like, what do I do with this? Mm-hmm. So I just wanted to be, and even my daughter said, I don't know if she said it to you or she said it to me about you, was... Oh, you're going to be the dad. Talk about her kids. You're going to be the dad I wish I had. Oh, was that painful? Oh, hell yeah. yeah. <clears throat> There's multiple levels. Yeah. It was true. Yeah. So I can't deny wow. it. Yeah. Um, That's so, so humble. But I mean, it's, uh, yeah, because yeah, I knew me. Yeah. yeah. In, in fact, my daughter even calls it old dad and new dad. Oh, wow. Um, I don't know if she appreciates fully the new dad because we haven't lived together. Sure. Yeah. So this is, I think, what I, I was trying to bring on this silver platter to Betsy, and she's like, I don't get that. <laughs> and it's not her fault. Yeah. This right, is yeah. not. And I'm thinking, like, why wouldn't you want that? <laughs> like, that's like 2.0. Yeah, this is the best. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what it's cost me? Wow. And she's just like, I have no grid for that. Sure. Yeah. And this is not a, yeah, any, yeah. any criticism of Betsy. If, sure. if I was in her shoes, I'd be like, what are you yeah. talking about? Again, there's no history. When did you realize that was the case? You know, like, how did you not choose a fence? Oh, I did. I came in and out of a fence a lot. I mean, I'd be honest. I wish yeah, I wish course. I was more mature in that. Um, I think my stubbornness and my concrete being hard, yeah. I couldn't change the subject. Mm, I, I knew what I, I should say. I believed what was in my heart mm. was for the hour. Mm-hmm. Um, I just knew I was really sucking at communicating it. <laughs> Did you yeah. get any input? Um, yeah, lots. <laughs> <laughs> From Betsy, yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, there was, you know, I, I again, I work with the same group of guys um, at, at the in the facilities department, the custodials yeah. And, yeah. and stuff like that were so helpful and just running things off of me, encouraging me and like, dude, that's not how she sees, sees that. Or mm. Betsy would hand me a book or, you know, it's, it's been really interesting. That was another interesting part of our life. My journey with God looks so different than hers. Oh, sure. And so to trust one another's journey that, mm. that she would look into my journey with God and say, that's phony or that's, that's shallow mm. or it's not really impactful. Mm. Um, and I, and I think we had to even learn that. Like we had to trust one another's journey because we hear God differently. We, we experience God differently. Um, you know, one could be classic rock one moment and, <laughs> or, or a post on Facebook, sure, whatever yeah. it is, uh, speak to one of us. Yeah. it's good. What about you, Betsy? What was, um, like, Stepping into this marriage, what's something that you've seen change in you over the last seven, eight years? Um, I I remember when I first walked with Jeff and the first day, and I said, what was the hardest part about losing Lisa? And he said, I lost my best friend. Mm. And I remember thinking, you're lying. Oh, wow. That... That people that people say that, like, I married my best friend. 
-hmm. And I always thought, you're lying. Mm -hmm. And that's in movies, and that's fake. And um, I had no grid for that. And Mm -hmm. so being married, it was very hard for me to, to wrap my head around the fact that, no, really, the whole point, actually, of marriage is to become best friends and lovers and connected and where you are on each other's team and you're each other's partner. And it's not like you're just, I was so used to doing life on my own, but with another human in the house. Right. Yeah. And so to have somebody who's wanting to be involved and not only wanting to be involved, but enjoyed me, Mm. that was a whole new concept. And so it took me a long time to let my guard down in uh, July. It was July 10th, and it was my friend's birthday. And I don't normally go out with people because you have to pay for a babysitter and all that kind of stuff. And so it was one time, actually, my kids were not there. And I woke up, and I was really excited. All the girls were going to go to View 202, this restaurant, you know, Mm -hmm. and everybody's going to get drinks and appetizers. And I was like, yes, I can be with the girls. Her love language. Yeah. And I woke up in the morning and I thought, oh, I don't want to go to that party. I want to be with Jeff. Oh, wow. And then I cried. Wow. Because <laughs> you were bummed at that moment. Oh. Mm-hmm. Well, it's like you betrayed yourself. Mm-hmm. Wow. And I thought, oh, no, that's this is not good. So you made like a ton of it. I mean, like, I understand that you had a lot of pain you were coming from, but you had like really deep intervals to like not experience that level of pain again. Well, it was a decision of I'm never going to do this again. But also, I just looked at Jeff and I as so different. Like. Sure. Jeff is five six mm-hmm. and shorter and balding and all, so many different things that I was used to six seven. You know, yeah. I was used to NBA size. I'm yeah. used just so many. There's so many things that I thought. So, but I'm, my, I guess my question is: It doesn't sound like it's just Jeff. It had been all men. Oh the, yeah, all men were the, completely yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. but even then, I was like, I want to be with Jeff. But I didn't know what yeah. that feeling. Then I'm like, well, then I don't understand what this is. And <laughs> yeah. Jeff's like, let me explain it to you. Just keep coming, keep coming. <laughs> but that goes back to that first word. You may love her mm. with no opportunity reward. Right, yeah. And so I knew there was going to be a wrestle. I just didn't know what this would look like. Yeah. And then, so I was crying in bed and I said, Lord, Jeff is ready for a wife. You know, Mm. I've been asking you to send him his wife. Mm. And I said, because I had a friend that just kept saying, Betsy, just keep walking with him. I feel like you have a really bad taste in your mouth from the men before that Mm -hmm. have hurt you. I really think he's just there to kind of cleanse the palate type Mm. of thing. Like Mm -hmm. just even if nothing happens, just keep doing this type of thing. It's good for you. So when all of a sudden I was like, Lord, he's ready for his wife. He's a very good man. You know, mm-hmm. you can tell he'd be a good husband. Just uh, send him his wife. And then I thought, and then and then I said, send me, Lord, if I'm supposed to get remarried someday, would you send me my husband? Mm-hmm. And I felt like God made that face of like, you're such an idiot face <laughs> in heaven. Like, it's the, oh, bless your heart. Yes. Yeah, exactly. like, <laughs> but he honestly put his hand to his forehead. <laughs> 
Like, you've got to be kidding me. Yeah. That's so funny. And he said, I sent you, Jeff, to be your husband back in February. Wow. That night we did end up, I did not go out to dinner with my friends. I did call Jeff and I said, the Lord told me that you're supposed to be my husband, that he Whoa. sent you back in February. <laughs> so Never what, a dull moment. What Never. Is, nope. What does that look like to start dating to get married? I said, we should probably figure out how to date. He's like, that's what I've been doing. <laughs> And I'm like, no, that's not what we've been doing. What are you talking about? Walks like a duck, walks like a duck. <laughs> no. Oh, that's what you turn. It's almost like you ref- reflectively look back in the last month and be like, you thought those were dates? Right. <laughs> that was not on my radar. <laughs> it was on mine. So we, from that time in July till um, we got married in November. Um, but during those during those months, I had a lot of unpacking with the Lord oh, yeah. to talk to me about, mm. oh, what did, so what did you think masculinity looked like? Because mm. mm-hmm. you thought masculinity looked like six foot five mm-hmm. and blah, blah, blah. And I'm giving you a man that's clearly not that size. Mm-hmm. Or, or what did you think, whatever. And he yeah. started talking to me about all the, dissecting all the things I thought were important. There was one day I was in the shower and he just said, Betsy, every every man opens doors through different um, currencies. They use different currencies to open the doors in their lives. Let's go through the men that you've dated and look at their currencies. Mm. And he said, I said, okay. He goes, so what about this guy? And I go, oh, well, he was super athletic um, and good looking. Okay, good. Good to know he used the currency of good looks. Mm-hmm. This Super guy, not like no character descriptions. No, no yeah. right. Look at this guy. Oh, he was charming and could win over an entire group. He's like, mm, you yeah. know, the charisma. Yes, most amazing in the room. Okay, what about this guy? Oh, he's the smartest. He had two NBA and yeah, MBAs uh, from super elite colleges. Mm -hmm. He could outsmart anybody in the room. Oh, he used his intellect. Okay, Mm. great. And what about this person? Oh, he uses his millions. He Mm. used all of his money. And it was always like, we will get married when I make the next million. You know, that type Mm. of thing. Okay, so he used money to open up all of the doors in his life. Yes. Okay, so what about Jeff? What currency does Jeff use? Mm. And I was sitting there and I go, oh, but he loves well, Lord. And then God said, well, what's the currency of heaven? And I said, love. And he goes, do you want to part with my partner with my kingdom or with yours? With the world's. It took a year and a half probably. And during that time, I didn't realize how much pain I had caused Jeff. Mm -hmm. And I apologize all the time for it. Of Mm -hmm. Oh, if I could go back, if I knew the truth. If I mm. knew that you weren't going to change, and if I knew this was going to be so amazing, and if I, if I really understood you, you weren't lying when you said you wanted to marry your best friend, mm. and that we could be best friends, I would have married Jeff the first day, sure, and yeah. and wholeheartedly, with no reservations. I, I wish I had not caused that level of pain in him, sure, yeah. of just rejection. Mm. Um. But this makes now more sense when I would say, I need your heart home. That's during this season. Oh. Sure, yeah. So yeah, she has no grid for that, let alone a lot of the other stuff she's talking about. Yeah, that makes sense. And then you add the, on top of that, the stepdad. 
mm-hmm. parenting. So our first couple of years was hard. It yeah. was interesting. Mm-hmm. It's so very I, hard. But I, something the Lord said to me. Apparently, God talks to us a lot. Something <laughs> the Lord said to me. Um, my, I did school ministry with my wife, my kids, and then I we were going to head off into the sunset, go back to pastoring again. And Lisa said, I don't want to go. I want to stay here. Mm-hmm. And so that meant working at Sears with Eli and yes, all this well. other stuff. But I'm on a house just up the street here in September. It's a million degrees tearing off one of those fiberglass panels that had, it was just hot, dusty fiberglass. And a bee hit me in the ear. And I threw my hammer down and I said, unholy things. <laughs> and I sat down on the, on the roof thinking, this is my future. Wow, yeah. And I heard the Lord specifically say, if I can trust you with your bride, then I can trust you with mine. Mm. And so that gave me this thing like, oh, there's a battle to fight. Yeah. And I'll lay this down. And I remember during this time, in one of those dark moments where I'm like, I married a woman. I don't know if she fully loves me. When I heard the Lord say, if I can trust you with your bride, I know I can trust you with mine. Mm. And so it was another one of those moments like, oh, you are training me. Just like you were training me while I was a janitor, mm. learning actually how to be a man, mm. not just how to clean toilets really yeah, well. Yeah. You're now training me how to love your bride. Mm. And I don't, I don't, I'm not trying to make this holier than it was. But at this moment, I thought, oh, Lord, I treat you like this every day. Mm-hmm. I don't oh. trust you. I don't believe you love me. I don't believe you've done all these things. Your character's nothing but stellar. Sure. So who am I to say, oh, how dare Betsy? Sure. Wow. So. Wow. That's good. Well, let's say, Betsy, what would you, let's say you met your, your doppelganger in terms of experience and like meeting she met someone like jeff and you can see it now for with all the hindsight that you have what kind of advice would you want to give to this woman if you knew like you can trust this the guy that she's you know we actually do that every day her name is eden and she's our 18 year old oh okay there was one time the lord um i put the kids to bed and he said i want I want to talk to you tonight. So I was like, okay. So I, he put, I put the kids to bed and, um, he said, Betsy, I want you to tell me your story as if it happened to Eden. And where all of this shame and all of this, like almost where I had defended abuse or minimized it Mm -hmm. or was like, why can't you just get over it by now? Like, why are you still having nightmares? Whatever, you know? Uh, And then to tell it as if it had happened to Eden Mm. and how perfect she is and wonderful Mm. and beautiful and funny and smart and awesome and to have her just be so wonderful and and then to have her feel all of that pain and rejection and shame. And I thought, oh, Lord. Mm. I I would have so hate that. Yeah. And all and then just on and on and on. Like I continued with yeah. the whole story, not just at that point, but wow. I think we do. We spend a lot of time with our kids talking about 
um, true health and true, what does health look like? And what does, who are you and how, how are you navigating certain things? And I don't know, like Jeff has more grace for my story for me of like, where I say, I'm so sorry, honey. Mm. You know, he's like, Oh honey, if I was in your shoes or if it took, yeah. it would have to take you years. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. To bravest woman. I know. Yeah. Bar none. Yeah. To, I'm, yeah, it would take you years. Yeah. And so to just look at somebody who is me basically mm-hmm. and yeah. go, well, just trust that he's going to love you into wholeness. Doesn't work. Doesn't like work. That. Yeah. It, it, you cannot, you have to honestly walk through it. Mm-hmm. And then that's why I say Jeff's consistency and his consistent love and his consistent, like he will never change. I yeah. love you. I love your body. I love mm-hmm. sex. I love this. I, and I'm like, are you kidding? Like maybe, well, what if I gain 30 pounds? Or what if I get really sick? All of which I've done, like oh. gain, I've done everything where I thought, <laughs> what if I do this? You know, mm-hmm. are you going to love me then? Are you going to love me then? What if I, whatever. Um, and his consistency has helped. Yeah, mm-hmm. with and even with the kids as well. Mm-hmm. Of going, oh yeah, this is how a man loves his wife. Mm-hmm. This is what you deserve when you grow up. That's so good. And this is what when she says, "These are the core values yeah. that I brought mm-hmm. that I didn't speak well. I didn't know how to communicate well sure. to her." But we have girl, boy, girl, and I teach both the girls. This is what it looks like to be loved. Mm-hmm. And we're we're teaching the, the our boy. This is what it looks like to love. Yeah. What does it look like to serve, to honor, to bless? Mm-hmm. So we live our life like that. That's our hearts. It's so part good. of our story. So good. Mm. Well, thank you guys so yeah. much for diving all the way into the deep end. <laughs> really appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you guys. Yeah. It's been so great to get to know you guys. And also I was just thinking, man, I want Betsy to like us a lot so that she can come to our defense whenever we need oh, it. Yeah. That's that's done. That's done. That's funny. Oh, God. Oh, no. well, well, we've so enjoyed your class. Oh so, yeah, so good. it was so great having you guys there. And thank you so much, Betsy, for staying up an hour and a half past what you would normally do. I yawned a few times and I was like, "Oh, they won't be mad. <laughs> they know. They, they know it's that. Yeah, no. that's you great. Know. All right, guys. Thank well, you for having so us much. on. Appreciate Absolutely. it.